0: masonic light podcast this is Moyer. just finished listening to episode 59 and uh i, I pete and larry i'm looking for the word to summa, summarize the uh, interview of the two writers for lodge 49 jim and peter and i'm going to go to the old larry throwback it was phenomenal you you guys definitely did your research before you uh set up this interview and i think uh Jim and Peter were probably, I know they were impressed with the quality of the questions. So kudos to you. I hate to put that praise out there. I'm so used to picking on you guys. Last thing, at breakfast this morning, Larry informed us that uh, Masonic Light podcast is now generating a positive cash flow. So I would like you guys to sign off on my expense account and the company car lease agreement I sent in to you last week. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Masonic Light Podcast. We are here for episode number 60. 60. (laughs) And who are you? I am uh, I am your host, Pete Ruggieri, and alongside me today are Jason Lewis, Jack Harley, Yay. Larry Maris, and our special guest today, Matt Blaisdell. Is that yeah. pronounced correctly? That's correct, yeah. All right, there we go. He's Blaze. So uh, today's episode is brought to you by our, uh, well, it's underwritten by our fans, our listeners. Oh, uh,
3: nice. Reach back.
2: Good yes, deal. Yes, especially George J. Grovenson, the historic Smithton Inn. And DNS Cigar Lounge, all have uh, thrown us a little bit of money, so we uh, we really thank them and hope you support them. Please do. So well, what we do here, Matt, usually we'll, um, we go around the room, uh, okay. we talk about what we've done for the past couple weeks, Masonically, and then when we're done all that, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to properly introduce you and uh, interview you. Works for me. Alrighty, uh, so Jason, what have you been done Masonically the past couple weeks?
4: What have I been done? i uh well, it wasn't Masonic, but I went to so I'm a member of Odd Fellows you know Seth Anthony roped me into that, and uh, he also roped me into joining the ancient mysterious order of Samaritans, uh which is uh Amos for short, and an un unofficial body of odd Fellows. don't do it it. famous amos don't know famous amos Amos, yep not so famous amos holy magrelandy (laughs) and uh (laughs) so i did that and and it was a really (laughs) it was a really good time uh from what i hear it's similar to the shrine's older initiation so are we gonna talk about that later in more depth or do you want me to talk about it now
2: I don't know. I, well, I have to roll the microphone. What's, what's wrong with your neck, Pete? We had a uh, technical glitch with a dead cable, so I'm rolling over to Larry's mic. Um, we you talk? Go ahead. Talk about
4: it. So the Amos degrees, you know, when Odd Fellows was in its uh, heyday, Muscovites, which we talked about Muscovites, Muscovites before, the Muscovites and some form of uh, Amos existed. They actually had the, uh, the lodges of... Uh, humility and perfection, and there was a handful of other uh, side bodies, including the Muscovites. They were all unsanctioned, and, and there's a there's a very long story uh, about it. But they they eventually all got their craft together and merged and made ancient, mysterious Order of Samaritans. So, like most of these bodies that started, you know, at the turn of the the 20th century or or a little bit before that, they all kind of took cues from. You know, like the Middle Eastern uh, culture, and you know we still see that in Grotto and Shrine today. And that degree is kind of based around uh, a story uh, in that setting. So, you know, like all things Odd Fellows, the the lodges are significantly uh, smaller, but uh, it was a lot of good fun. And uh, the degree certainly is funny. And uh, without saying too much, it's uh, it was it was it was fun. There was certainly some some festivities, and I don't want to use the well, hazing well,
2: word. Well, no, no, but before people got uptight, lodges and <laughs> things were really fun. And then you know, I, I don't really know anything about the uh, the Odd Fellows, but I know especially in Freemasonry, we've gotten so wrapped up into charity that being like the party guy, having fun and drinking. Doesn't really mer- mesh well with. Hey, we're going to go help some kids. So, Freemasonry seemed to squash a lot of the fun. Only in Pennsylvania. Now there was well, no there
4: was no drinking in this degree, which I, I know that wasn't your point, but you know there's it, it was all good-hearted fun. But it was, if it was a college fraternity, it would be one of the more straight-laced. I mean, it was just peaking into in, in, you know an edgier degree. I mean, nobody nobody's clothes got ruined you know i mean it was all it was all slapstick
2: well then what's the point really
4: it was still hilarious good jack
2: what have you been up to uh
3: masonically speaking not a terrific amount i'm looking forward to getting back into things we did we had a, a funeral service yesterday uh for a brother who passed away he was uh he was a member of effort lodge he was a Shriner, he was apparently a Jester, I did not know that, um, but he was also uh, a, a county sheriff, I guess, at one point in Lancaster County, uh, and the funeral was at the American Legion Hall, and it was, I am not kidding, packed wall to wall. Um, the funeral service, we, we there, there had to be 60 guys lined up um, for the funeral service, so that was awesome. And our our worshipful master here at Effort Lodge, uh, Kenny Van Fleet, did a just a spectacular, really clean, Masonic funeral service. It was really well done, and uh, and we gave our brother a a nice uh, a nice little Masonic send off. But other than that, we're just getting ready to crank up tomorrow night. We have our first. Uh, our first stated meeting since we're back, and it'll be peaches and ice cream. And by the time you hear this, that will have already happened. So you missed it. Sorry. Uh, but uh, second Tuesdays, anytime, come by six dinner, and, six o'clock dinner, and seven o'clock meeting.
4: Jack, I uh, took all of my time talking about the Amos degree, but uh, you and I both did um, our first AMD <gasps> meeting. Oh, I
2: forgot. I had to look at my. my well, watch. no, it was Jack's second AMD meeting. It was your first.
4: Ah, there
3: you oh, go. Oh, snap. Actually, got to initiate Jason into the uh, Allied Masonic degrees. That was very nice. Um, I thought it went off very well. Ours is—you've uh, uh, heard us talk about Junto Council and and it being a, a, a sort of a gentleman's dinner kind of meeting. Uh, Junto Council or uh, Cincinnati's Council is designed to be more uh, of uh, an educational body, where we require of our uh, members um, to present. Uh, either a paper or uh, a guided discussion on some particular Masonic subject. So, uh, but we had our, our first official meeting of Cincinnati's council, and it went very well.
2: Hey Matt, so what have you been up to the past couple of weeks, Masonically?
5: Masonically. <laughs> All right. Well, between DMLA activities, we had a convention back in back in July, uh, Keyman, which is the Keyman University, which is a uh, a week long conference, leadership conference for the young men of DMLA. Um. Beyond that, just back and forth traveling to Lexington, where the Scottish Rite Northern Sonic Jurisdiction Headquarters is, and uh, back home.
2: And that's what we kind of didn't say at the beginning of the show, but it's probably in the show notes. Um, And you are recently employed by the... Sure. I'm going on about, I want to say, four months now. Okay, great. Yeah. So we'll be be digging into that. Does that mean you're still
3: on probation? So uh,
2: about a month out of that, Double
3: secret probation? Yep. (laughs)
2: Larry, have you done
1: anything... (laughs) <laughs> Masonically or otherwise Yes I have Pete What? Yeah uh, First uh, stated meeting back last Tuesday oh, really? uh, Goose and Gridiron on Thursday And I'll take a little bit of your thunder away Ooh. Cold cracker degree in beautiful downtown Pottsville last Friday
2: That was fun We went to uh, That's pretty much the only thing I did was uh, the coal cracker degree for tall cedars? Schuylkill Forest number I don't know something fifty. 50. <laughs> they are in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. So besides Yangling Brewery, it's also uh, the it's coal country. So the uh, it's a, the coal cracker degree is a, a lighthearted degree, and it it kind of tells the story of. The, uh, the people that worked in the coal mines in America during the Industrial Revolution, uh, mostly immigrants, they were treated very poorly. By today's standards, I mean, so illegal. Most of these guys weren't even paid real money. They were paid script that could only be used at the company store. Um, but, you know, their, their labor really made America great. So, um, you know, but the degree itself is kind of silly and funny and... I don't know. You'll see our picture on the internet of Larry and I wearing the uh, dumb dumb helmets.
3: So do we have throwback information about the uh, Yangling family and that lodge? Was there any affiliation? Because um, if so, that will become my beer of
5: choice. That'd
2: be cool, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure whether they said of Dick Yangling is a member, but a couple of the guys there are personal friends with Dick Yangling. So uh, I'll dig in a little deeper um, to see if he's a mason. But... And so you should.
4: If you're looking for Masonic beer, Shawnee Craft Brewing out of the uh, Poconos. Shawnee. Yeah, it's a little hard to like come. The,
3: like the Indians, S H A W. Yeah,
4: and it's 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 out of Shawnee on Delaware, Pennsylvania, and uh, the Shawnee Inn. And it's uh, now when I worked there, I didn't know anybody on the crew that was a Freemason, but their imagery was completely Masonic, and and I believe that the the owners are are attached. Oh, but cool. it's difficult. I mean, it's a, it's a small brewery. It's hard to it's hard to find down here.
1: Back to promoting Yingling beer in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, is that <laughs> what we were doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, we were. Uh, uh, I I had the uh, I went to school with Dick Yingling. Wow. Actually, we were in grade school together, and Dick was a year ahead of me, and Dick was also the schoolyard bu- bully, and I went up to a tour a couple years ago, and and I mentioned that to. One of his relatives who was working in the gift shop that he was a bully. and actually Did she kick out, your ass? No, she did not. <laughs> <laughs> but she probably told him, and I'm not welcome back there anymore.
2: <laughs> well, great, Larry. You're just going to ruin our name everywhere.
1: <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a
2: quick break, and we are going to come back, and we're going to talk to Matt Blaisdell, who is the—hold is the, on, I have your card in front of me. There you go. Is it the, the creative director— of the ancient, ancient and accepted Scottish right of northern jurisdiction. Northern Masonic. Northern jurisdiction. Masonic jurisdiction. So we'll be right back with Matt.
3: Masonic Light Podcast, making past masters even grumpier. grumpier, 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 grumpier. And we're, uh, as long as we're talking about uh, Masonic beverages, we should probably remember the Weathered Vineyards Winery. Available at the historic Smithton Inn in Effort of Pennsylvania. Uh, Jason, ha- have, you, have you enjoyed the, uh, the, the beverages from Weathered Vineyard Winery? What am I supposed to say here, Jack? You're supposed to say, I would have if I had been at the table
4: chapter. Jack, I would have if I was at the table chapter.
2: <laughs> I think Dave should probably invite us all over for a tasting.
3: I think that would, I think that would be an excellent idea. We could and bring a
2: microphone, and then we could really just give them more commercials going forward.
3: We absolutely could, and at the same time, we could have that tasting in their courtyard, enjoying cigars by DNS Cigars.
2: Wow. And then when I go home, I'm going to air out my clothes so I can open my replacement window from George Day Grove and Sons.
3: Bang! Got them all. There we go. Trifecta.
2: There it is.
1: Good job. Yay. Good job.
3: And now, back to the Masonic Light Podcast. So we really are officially back, and we're here with Matt Blaisdell. And Matt... Um, Matt is one of the chosen few who has, <laughs> who has an actual paying gig uh, in Freemasonry, and we love that. And um, I've known Matt um, for several years. We met when my kids were doing Demolay. Yeah,
5: way um, back
3: when. I think at Keyman, maybe even. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, tell us a little bit about your, your, uh, yourself, your your Masonic resume, and then we'll, we'll break into the whole Northern Masonic jurisdiction
5: thing. Yeah, sure. Well, let me, let me pretense this by saying that... Uh, I'm very fortunate to have a job with Scottish Rite Northern Masonic jurisdiction. Damn right you are. Yeah, so um, Commander, if you hear this, by the way. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I'm 27. I live over in Mount Joy, Pennsylvania, which is on a good day half an hour from here. Um, do a lot I mean, of design it's work. above water. It's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just missed that that flood, by the way. Um, I went to school in Edinburgh University, which is all the way up in Erie.
3: What? That's Jason's country I know, we I talked know, about that's that grounds Yeah, there what? you go
5: What do you know about John Wildwood's? Ooh, pizza? Oh yeah Mm-hmm See? Uh-huh Good place You can get them frozen now What? Yeah Man Anyways um, We're done here <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gotta go, see you, bye
5: Yeah, so I got a degree in design just, just straight up design I graduated in 2014 um, Right out of the gate I got, got a job working for Tom LeBah And Sam Williamson At the Pennsylvania Masonic Youth Foundation Can you guys hear me, by the way? Ooh, yeah, yeah, just a little closer to, to the mic. Okay, yeah. there cool. you go. There we go. Um, doing brand work, doing doing marketing work for Jason's breaking the uh, the table there. Uh, youth <laughs> groups, Malay, Rainbow, Job's Daughters, uh, some Grand Lodge stuff as well. And then I got a job working th- for the Hershey Company. Then started working for agencies. Then worked for a healthcare uh, innovation lab.
3: So you couldn't really hold a job, is that what you're saying? I wouldn't say that. Okay. I
5: All just right. like so, to collect experiences. Ah, you know? nice, good recovery. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So. Uh, that's been my professional background. Do a lot of freelance, do a lot of different projects to uh, kind of push the envelope and then do some more brand work. And then Masonically, I'm a member of uh, Lodge 503 over in Wrightsville, Pennsylvania. Member of Tall Cedars, member of Grotto. Grotto. Um, Uber. Member of Muscovites about a, a year and a half ago, maybe two years. Good. Good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your donation. Name dropping there. That and two fifty will
3: get you a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm.
5: And uh, in Scottish Rite as of uh, this past May. So excellent. Yeah. Can't really work for the Scottish Rite without becoming a member. Exactly. Yep.
3: So what? How you became a member, and you were employed by them for what purpose? There was a specific purpose you were hired. Tell us about that.
5: I mean, the purpose was that we looked at the brand and and the the brand being the eagle being the double-headed eagle and there's really no standardization within that so that was the the first i guess goal that we had going into it Um, beyond that they had a fantastic team of people that do video work do marketing pr um, data collection and they brought in more of this this idea of innovation within scottish right and freemasonry so i'm just supplementing that with graphic design and, and visual design right um Long term, we're looking at. What, what? What? How is visual design different than graphic design? It's more. It, it's one and the same. If you talk about it as a, a just design in itself, but it's more of um you'll see infographics or you'll see um data visualizations. That's more of the bucket of visual design. That's like buzzwords and stuff. It is. Um, yeah. It makes me sound I don't know. fancy. That's above doesn't my it? head.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm.
5: What? Do I sound cooler that way though? It does. You yeah, sound very yeah,
3: intelligent. Good. But um you know, then you're talking to us. Right.
5: So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, design work, marketing work, um, working with a team up in Lexington to, uh, to do some cool projects.
3: So um, I, I know in, in one quick interview that I've seen with you, you talk very specifically about the um, Scottish Rite logo, the yes. double-headed eagle, yep. and, and how many iterations it took mm-hmm. to settle on the one that you have now. Tell us a little bit about how that was how that
5: developed. It um, started back four months ago. Uh, we had sketches upon sketches of different variations, different wings, different styles. And uh, I kind of went into it that's kind of blind because, again, I just joined back in May. So I'm, I'm collecting knowledge. I'm collecting information, trying to figure out what, what the eagle represents within our degrees. And talking to people, talking to people that worked with the logos and with, with the double-headed eagle in itself to figure out what is the best method for getting this, this design across, right? Right. Going from there, we, we did sketches. Like I said, we did um, iterations. I had one version that I, that I tried pushing forward, and it didn't quite test well with uh, the, the leadership within the organization. So we pulled that back and then tried something a little bit more woodcutty, a little bit more stylistic. But um, the one thing I do want to pretense this entire thing with is it's, it, this is not a rebrand, right? This is just a, a graphic adaptation, an, up, an update for what our current Eagle is.
3: So I noticed one thing. Guys, anybody notice anything significant that is missing or different? In this logo, than what has been on that logo for <laughs> th- two hundred and X number of years.
2: The uh, the Latin, the
3: Latin phraseology. Well, what? nope.
5: There's a, there's they changed two versions. Okay, didn't didn't change. Let me Tell me about it. Okay, okay. so we uh, we have three versions, right? So you have your your Freemasons logo, which is the outward facing brand. That is, we as Scottish Rite Masons, thirty second degree Freemasons, can talk about our brand and show this is our logo, right? The space mayo and des, as I can never get that right. Uh, the Latin phrase 32nd degree, that is our internal eagle. So communications going to a 32nd degree member might have that logo on there. Spece mia in DOS. There we go. If you're going to dub his voice over for mine, it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but uh, I'm the egghead in the group. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> but uh, the, the graphic doesn't change, it's the exact same thing except for the text itself. Right. And then,
2: is, uh, because none of us here are blessed enough to be a 33rd, is um, the... I can't say this one.
5: There's <laughs> a separate one for the 33rd, which has the crown, which has the uh, the, the very specific sword for the 33rd, and then, of course, the, the banner, which has the their Latin phrase as well. Okay. But that, that's something that's used more for Supreme Council. That's something that's used for 33rds and actives to, again, convey the brand, but it's still one true brand. Um. That was actually a lot of thought going into this of like what is the strategy behind it we could have one logo in itself of I'll take your your logo for example you could have Masonic Light podcast as one logo or based off your demographic your who you're marketing to do you change the variations?
3: Be, be careful. You could find yourself working for free.
5: <laughs> I'll invoice you later. Don't worry about it. We
2: you won't know, pay you that you either. You know, um, <laughs> I bought that on Fiverr from a guy in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you're willing to work for $7. Uh, if you are, you're hired. We can make Plus it Plus shipping, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: No, but it's, it's, it's not bad. But the idea... Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I want to stay here, by the way. You did not fail. <laughs> um the the eagle it was it was tough to figure out what the the image was because you had so many variations you have your thirty third degree active eagle but then you also have a very specific active eagle with wings pointing up which you'll see some of the actives have a lapel pin that has the wings pointed up I don't ever
3: see any actives they don't bother with people like me
5: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like down here in the low grass but uh, it, it's it's part of the the process of learning picking it up uh, establishing the style and figuring it out so
3: yeah so fun. so is there is there other um, graphical development like this coming that that we're going to look for from you, or
5: for the eagle? Um, I think what we have now is standard for what we have for at least the first six months to push the brand out there, uh, get the get the brand in the hands of the members. Um, what does that mean? That means that. So my, let me tell you, tell you my vision here. My vision is oh, that I love vision. I know. My vision with this entire brand is that I don't want to be the one that has to create all of these these assets, these collateral, the the, the designs to go out to the public, because I don't know every single valley on the local level as much as I would like to. Um, but I want to give them the resources to get the job done. You know, a new color palette, a new way of looking at it, a new way of, of trying something new, and, and for lack of better words, innovate within marketing and design. So so that's really the, the idea there.
3: Are, are you coming across people who... Like yourself, have youth. <laughs> I
2: was looking yeah, for a better way you're dealing with volunteers, that, or you're dealing with usually lodge secretaries that are near retirement age, sure, or they've near already near re- retirement, or they've actually age. retired. This is their, their retirement gig, yeah, yeah. I
5: mean, we've had people push back, um, but it's never been been overly negative once they figure out what the the, the the meaning of it is, what the goal is. You know, we we had an eagle, and again, this is not a rebrand, but we we had an eagle that. Um, only scaled a certain height. I think it came up to maybe at max 8.5 by 11 was the, the largest you can get that eagle that we had. Why? Uh, just because you had – do you really really want me to go into the technical? <laughs> yes. Okay. It was low um, res. Yeah, it was very low res. Okay. Um, 72 dpi, which is dots per inch. Um, it didn't scale well. So when you print 72 it, dpi? Which is digital, so when you see on a screen, that's 72. Okay. When you want to print, you want to do something 300 dpi or higher, and that, that's a much better high-quality image. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, This is what excites me, by the way. Um, You're a sick man. I know. I mean, I made made stickers. I made Scottish Rite stickers. Yeah. And I went and I took the old logo and then I tried to vectorize it and kept trying to clean it up, clean it up. You know, I did okay. But when you have to vectorize something that much, you kind of –
3: might as well trace it over.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, it
5: came out to be, it was a scan of a scan of a scan. You know how the Masonic organization has, has we have these logos, these graphics, um, and and we don't have any means to share them and keep them up to date and keep them in the, the correct files format. So we always... Well, we can Xerox them and mail them to each other. Exactly. But then you do another Xerox on top of that and another one on top of that. So now you have very low res image, which is 72 dpi. Right. And now what's going to happen? So the goal so is. So you've
3: be- made this specifically bold enough
5: that it can blow up. Yes, and, and scalable. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. With uh, Jason's got a, uh, brought up a good. point. Is it point. tattooable? Uh, do you, you, do try? you have
3: like tattoo blanks? Is there mm-hmm. a
5: parlor around here? You want to no, get a tattoo?
3: No, absolutely not. No.
5: no. Hey, when my gig comes with a pension, we can talk about the tattoo. <laughs> 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 um, Jason brought up a good point about the scalability. So if you look at the current Eagle, we have three versions within it based off of the amount of detail that we have in there, I didn't want to get away from too much of the detail of the eagle, of what's in the wings, what's in the body, what's happening in the flag, and that woodcut effect, that that Mm -hmm. texturized effect. Thank
3: you. It was very dimensional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right,
5: right. So when you get smaller and smaller, we've got a large eagle, which is this, a medium eagle, which is a little bit smaller, and then small eagle, which is more of a... Lapel pin. Lapel pin. It's very minimal. It's very clean cut. And that opens up the opportunity to uh, build on on what we haven't tried before, you know. Okay. So different graphical types. So w- what's
3: what's next for you in this? I mean, how do you how do you take what you've done and take it, or or something else, and take yeah. to the? Next I mean, level?
5: the easy part was the brand, um, the development of it. The tough part's going to be building on top of what we've already established and, and getting in the hands of the members to innovate and, and try something new, right? In, wait, what was that word? Innovate. Innovate. What, what is that word? Change. change. Is that a Masonic word? Imagine that. I thought that was- <laughs> We prohibited. don't have change here. No. Like I said, I, I want to try try to think about from a, a marketing standpoint of what's next. The the, the Scottish Right Northern Sonic jurisdiction path forward team has uh, uh, kind of set the, the, the ball in motion of- you know, these these commercials, these marketing initiatives, these new things that we haven't tried before. And then we also have the Cornerstone Group, which is doing the same thing here in the Pennsylvania Grand Lodge.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, cool stuff happening where we're tapping into a market that we've never been in. Hang uh, on, before we. You, I want to talk about the Eagle before go we ahead, go. Good, good. But do you want to go first? No, go ahead. All right. You,
4: I, I'm curious Yeah. about, you know, we talked about how many. Feathers there are in the wings, and I love that it's you know, like Jack said, it's bold, and that it's you know, I understand that you, there, we have vector versions of this, and mm-hmm. I understand that we have low detail and high detail. It's depending too big on, for my phone, though. I can't. Depending I can't. on what application, but I am curious about how much push you know, because from from let's just say the neck down on this, it's pretty much similar to what we've had, right? I think, and I think that's great. Yeah, the the eagles' heads have changed significantly. They're like. Well, they're more bald eagles, American bald eagles, I, right? And they're yeah. and they're like, I, I don't want to say bold, but they're like the heavy buff. outline. Well, yeah. and they're and they're like they're disgruntled, they're, they're buff, they're pissed. You know? <laughs> right. what
3: they are. They're yeah. pissed.
5: Yeah. So, have you gotten a lot of pushback about the the heads in particular? Actually, no, I haven't. Um, no one's really brought up the idea of of can we start can we start that thing. for you? <laughs> if you want to, sure, by all <laughs> means. Um, but no, no one's brought up the idea of of. Change is bad, and this this logo is bad that I've heard so far. Um, I'm sure it's going to come up the come through the uh, the woodwork of um, things are, are different and and whatnot, and that's fine.
1: I'm really enjoying this interview tonight. I just want everybody to know. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: it's because I'm here. Is
2: so that why? We're
1: glad you can stay oh, away oh,
5: for this, Larry. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Larry, Larry's just
2: watching and not oh, participating.
1: That's
2: so, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Matt, I I um I did a stint in. Um, it's almost like saying I did a stint in prison. <laughs> I was like gonna say, like is that where you uh, got the uh, teardrops? Yeah, <laughs> I did a stint in corporate America that I'm really embarrassed about. Yeah, I, I worked for you know a Fortune 100 company, yeah. and I was there when we went from being Bell Atlantic to Verizon, mm-hmm. and the rolling out of the new logo and the new everything and the branding all across, and in a corporate world where people are mandated to listen and follow it seems to be a little easier. I just, you know, I, what, what kind of struggles do you, are you having or you think you're going to have with, you know, getting some of these valleys that are just still sending out the old stuff? Is there a, a plan?
5: I wouldn't say so much of a plan. Um, the, the commander's vision for this is that we're not going to push everyone to flip a switch, and this is going to be the logo immediately. Um, because we understand that going into it, it's it's we're supporting so many valleys, so many members.
1: We've um, got ten thousand copies of the letterhead <laughs> in the file cabinet right now.
5: A hey, true story. We Pretty just, much, we just ran a bunch. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> toss them out. By the way, Harrisburg first. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, don't do that. Um, but no, I mean, eventually, is is the idea of we want people to to. Try to incorporate the brand, and try to accept that we have one tree equal that we can use in marketing initiatives, um, and and one word mark for for uh, another addition in there. So, we also have the word Scottish right, Northern Mor- Northern. Excuse me, can't talk tonight. Masonic jurisdiction. Um, which is is in itself another additional logo asset that we can use
3: it's less it's less rebranding though than really
4: modernizing
5: the, exactly the it's, graphics. it's not a rebrand it's right,
3: right. Yeah. yeah strictly speaking yeah it's still the same well
4: it seems that everything thing. that's coming out of the northern Masonic jurisdiction is you know supplemental I mean obviously we start with the path forward and all the marketing material but it's not branded Scottish right because it's meant to help. You know the Blue Lodge. If you look at that and you look at this, they obviously there's layers match. Of that
3: like there's the, layers of that though,
4: right? But what I'm saying, as far as this, the, you know, this looks like it belongs with the Path Forward program, right? I don't know if it officially is under that umbrella of the Path Forward, but you know, and I, like if you look at the website now, obviously all these logos are up there, and I mean it's subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, I know because I know you, and I, I looked on purpose to yeah. see. But to, well, I mean, I, I think it's great. Um, Oh, I lost my train of thought. I was yeah.
3: Larry, Larry has to pee. Wait, <laughs> hold on. What?
4: Larry's been distracting us.
3: Larry wants to take a break.
2: I'm oh not sure goodness. why Larry
3: wants to take a break, but I hey, think I We'll think take a I quick know.
2: break. We'll come
1: back. I've got some very Oh, my very God, Larry. We were questions. on a roll. We had such yeah.
2: momentum.
1: Why choose George J. Grove and Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning, to materials, to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience, second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717 393 0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com.
2: Hey, and we're back uh, with our guest today, Matt Blaisdell of the Ancient Accepted Scottish Rite Northern Masonic Jurisdiction, Marketing Director. Wow, you got all the singles out there. I did because I, well I, I wasn't making eye contact Creat- <laughs> with anybody. I was, creative well,
4: creative director.
2: Creative director. Oh you got it right. So so one of the things I, I really appreciate about the folks at um in Lexington is in Freemasonry with so many little fiefdoms of every Grand Lodge being its own kingdom and then so many different bodies. Like I, I feel like and I mean this as a compliment I feel like northern Mar- the S- Scottish right northern bi- bi- sonic bi- jurisdiction oh. <laughs> is even though they're not above anybody like legally and they're not like the highest order of any kind they they have a budget they have the resources and it just seems like they're providing the vision right right and they they're they're just taking the lead they're jumping in there and they're saying, look, we'll help. We'll help everybody because without Blue Lodge Masons, there's not 32nd degree Masons. Right.
5: And I think that's the idea that we're, we're investing in our membership first and we're, we're helping our membership grow. So we can't we can't grow as Scottish Rite Master Masons, 32nd degree Freemasons until we grow as our individual Blue Lodge members. So it goes hand in hand.
3: Well, and I think the the whole Hoot Grades Academy and mm-hmm. and all all of the the educational programs that the Scottish Rite Northern Masonic Jurisdiction is sponsoring and 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 getting behind um, are really pushing in that direction. Right. Um, because there hasn't been any of that since I don't know Albert Pike, maybe. Um, there just hasn't been a whole lot of education about the work Mm -hmm. and it's, it's excellent to see that happening.
5: And it's more of a, I mean, I I see it as an investment in itself of you're investing in the membership, you're investing in the education of our members. So, you know, what better way to start here and then grow the, the, the fraternity that
2: way, Right. you know? So I have some non-Masonic questions, but I'll hold those for a second. Non-Masonic. I do. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but I do want to say, are you also involved with uh, in Pennsylvania with a Cornerstone Group?
5: I am not. Oh, you're not. Okay, nope. okay. I've seen the work they've done. I've, I've been to their Facebook page, their website. Um, okay, it's pretty cool. But they had a, a.
2: Was it the Cornerstone Group that
3: did the whole uh, bridging the gap thing?
5: No, that was uh, somebody out of your lodge,
4: Riverside,
2: and oh, somebody yeah. out of Lamberton. Yeah.
3: Was it just the two lodges? Okay. Yeah.
2: So I mean, so there's an example.
3: That they are they are doing a mead and axe throwing. Uh, event. I always approve of alcohol. <laughs> Any weapons. anytime you can mix alcohol and axes, I'm okay with that.
2: <laughs> but no, and and I think that's a good example. There's so many different little initiatives. Yes. Going on, which is great. I'm glad anybody's trying. But until we all get kind of like a semi on the same message, right? We're just going to go further if we can kind of unite these messages a little bit. That's all. I mean,
5: let me ask. What, what's that message that you're you're thinking there? What is the message that we should be putting out there?
2: Well, I mean, my interpretation of the, the step forward or the path forward, path forward yep. was, you know, everybody keeps talking about, oh, we, we have to go out there and, um, and, and reach out to these millennials and let's try to change things to make this more appealing to the millennials. Well, the path forward kind of said, you know, he... We just need men that want to be masons, and maybe they're the men that are in that fifty to seventy range that are boomers that are that are now just they're 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 empty nesters, they're or they're retiring and they have more time and more money, like that oh really is Oh my God, the that's me, right? Oh God, I hate when that happens. So I mean, I just <laughs> shut up. Ryan. I don't know. I just think we need to be as masons. We don't need to change and cater. To a certain group. We need to set the example and then have people come to want to be with us. Right.
3: I, I think one of the coolest things about this whole fraternity is being able to mix with guys in their eighties, mm-hmm. like Larry. Guys with their thirties, <laughs> guys 80s. in their twenties, seventies. there's no there there is no age. I mean, we sure. are we are truly supposed to meet on the level and we do. And- but there's
5: a common bond that we have, right? Right. Yeah. Right. That- and 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 I mean to your point, there the path forward and at, Everything that we do with this initiative is—it's not geared towards a specific age group. It's not the the millennials. It's not the the baby boomers. It's not nothing like that. It's just anyone that is fit to be a master mason. It's not just a man a mason. You know, we want to convey that thought.
3: Let's see oh, did you that. work that right in there? I, <laughs> I, saw, know, I, I know, saw. I saw. Check what you, my notes here. <laughs> I saw what you did there. I
2: saw that. Yeah. All right. So I'll ask one of my non-masonic questions if unless you have something going on. Go for it. Well, no. Okay, so who has the best hot dogs in Erie? The best hot dogs in Erie. Oh, oh please! Oh, God no! Have you remember.
5: been to Erie to eat hot dogs? I've been to Meadville like for a hot dogs. Like Lucky Louie's,
2: or is that just kind of? We've We've never been to Erie I've for hot dogs. I've never been to
5: downtown Erie for hot dogs. No. Then he can't answer that question. I know. He he <laughs> he went Disgrabble. to school at like. I, I, it's about maybe forty-five minutes south of Erie. Yeah, the city of Erie. There was a Kmart. There's a Perkins. Um, it's
3: only considered Erie because they have similar snowfall amounts.
2: <laughs> exactly. All right. I'll, I'll go to my backup question. <laughs> have um, <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen? Oh no! You know what? Hang no. on. No, he
4: he what? can answer. I, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna t- You allow this? Not necessarily. What Greasy Spoon has the best hot dogs? What do you mean? What brand of hot dogs are the best? Is it
2: Smiths?
5: Yeah. Nathan's.
2: No, shut up. You can't name New
5: York. Nathans? Get out of here. <laughs> that's no. a Western PA favor for me. S- Smith's, Smith's hot dogs. Okay.
2: Um, have you Gunsler's. ever seen Sovereign Commander Glatley's manhole covers?
5: Manhole covers. Easy now.
2: Easy now. What? No? Okay. No. Um, he said yeah. he was a manhole cover salesman. Who would win in thumb wrestling? Sovereign Commander Glatley or uh, Tom LeBall? Ooh, that's a good one. Thumb um, wrestling. Ooh,
5: I'd say Gladly, for sure, the commander. Well, of course. Because yeah, yeah. Tom would fail. Tom would
3: throw the match. Tom would, throw, <laughs> Tom the would match. throw the match, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, come on the show and disprove us.
2: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so we're just lucky. Uh, Jack, take you. who take the take. You drive. <laughs> I don't know how oh, to my thing mind. Now. I don't know
3: how to recover from that, but... So um, we, we talked a little bit just during the break um, about your experience in Demolay. Yeah. Um, and we know several people uh, who are senior dmolays now, um, yourself, Seth, several others. Um, and we had Tyler Moore, M- Tyler Moyer on the show a couple Steve of episodes Master ago. Of Co- yep. Yep. Um, and um, w- we have just been so impressed um, by the professionalism, um, the, the the clarity of thought, um, except for you, yeah. and 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 the j- just the general um, personal development that's come from that. You I want mean, to talk about DMLA yeah, for a couple minutes? Let me tell
5: you about that first. So, um, seeing it, so I w- I grew up as a DMLA. I, I joined when I was twelve. Got active when I was fourteen. Went through the ranks, state master counselor, um, all that good stuff. Um, but seeing it from the other side of the of the coin of as a chapter advisor. You get to see these members grow. You get to see these members step up to the plate and do something different. You know, they, they get to do something that's more leadership. Uh.
3: Are you a chapter advisor in
5: yep, Riverside? Riverside. Chapter. Riverside? Yep, down in York. So
3: you, get, you have to deal with Fulton's kid?
5: Yeah, Brody. Great kid.
3: Uh, yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay, we will pick on Fulton about that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm very, very proud of Riverside Chapter because they came from a single member about uh, two, two and a half years ago.
3: Yeah, it was close. It yeah. was very close. We had I one remember. member,
5: um, and they just grew, you know. That's They true. had the resources. They had the so, excitement. Uh, so
2: I know you're not in the leadership position here, but I was not a Malay, but everything I see about d impresses me. The, the, just the way that how well spoken and adjusted and these kids are,
4: and, and not just them alive. I mean the the ladies too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah, groups. Yeah. So, I mean, what can we do to to like? I just think that that would be so beneficial to so many people, not just Masonic children, right? Like, I just I just think we're missing the boat there by not not getting. Um, D Malay out wider? Is there, any, is there any push to let more people know about D Malay?
5: I mean, you can do your standard of we have uh, people in our districts, youth reps within our districts, to talk about um, what the Jobs Daughters are doing, what the Rainbow Girls are doing, what D Malay is doing. Um, and I think that's a good start. But I think the biggest thing that you can do as a Master Mason, as a member who has never seen a D Malay chapter or a, a Bath Assembly, is just to go there and check it out you know, see what they're doing. Cause it's very similar to how we do things in the lodge, but seeing a 12 year old or 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More it's, complicated it's, and better executed. It's very yeah. inspiring to see a youth step up to the plate and then speak in front of a crowd of 10 people, 50 people, a hundred people, you know, it's cool. Right. So I guess getting into getting involved with the chapter of the, the Bethel assembly is the first thing just to check it out. Just ask questions about it. Um going from there. There are leadership roles within chapters if you can find a local chapter. Um, we've got, I don't know the exact number, but just shy of 20, I believe, um, all throughout the state. But there's plenty of resources out there to get people to figure out what the chapters are and where they are. So. Now, if
4: you're a Pennsylvania Mason and you're a new Mason, well, actually a new Mason or even a, a, oh, yeah. a, a veteran Mason, there's the Master Builders Program. Yep. And there's the uh, the master craftsman and the master pillar. And uh, going and attending a youth group is uh, youth group function is uh, one of the requirements. One of the requirements. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I just, you know, I, I learned about, I was in Boy Scouts. And I learned about Boy Scouts just because the neighbor kid was a Boy Scout and looked like they were having fun. But like when you don't live, when D Malay is so small, you don't see a lot of kids doing it. Right. You know, I just, I just wish there was a way we could kind of get that word out.
5: I mean, it's the same tr- struggle, same challenges that we have on the Blue Lodge stance and on the Scottish Rite level of how do we get people engaged and how do, how do we get them involved in the chapter? And I think that the biggest thing is the keyword: they're fun. Make it fun. Make it exciting. Make it something that people want to keep coming out to, um, whether it's chapter events that are a little bit different, a little bit more fun, a little bit more engaging, um, having snacks afterwards or maybe you dress up in funny costumes. And just make it exciting, or it's maybe a, a week long conference at Keyman University, or
3: which, by the way, yeah, I mean you you you've, you've thrown that out onto the table. Yeah, key yeah. Keyman University, I I actually attended a Keyman class as an advisor several years the ago. Lucky few, yeah. And uh, holy mackerel! Holy Not only is it fun, <laughs> but. But those kids work. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is there is some m- magnificent personal development going on at Keyman. It's it's a really cool thing.
5: So we actually changed the program for the Keyman structure since uh, nineteen eighty six. That was when it was first uh, first created. Um, since then, we've had variations upon variations of um, just the sit down book learning type of Keyman, where you mm-hmm. just sit down and just read everything. And then we in 2000, 2001, I think it was they they took this approach of a reali- reality came in, which is you create your own chapter. You have a treasure. You have a master counselor. Yeah. You have, you know, that's the experience that we were teaching kids, how to live DMA and how to live the chapter to build your own.
3: But but larger than that, yeah. how to manage something. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it was it was yeah. a
5: management training class. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I guarantee after the week's all done, the members go, ba- go back and take naps because the advisors do too, for sure. <laughs> um we uh we just wrapped this one up the first week of august this past year um it was a great time yeah well
3: congratulations for being a part of that yeah thank you i
1: like the fact that we stressed here make it fun remember that's one of the tenets of masonic like podcast make it fun that's why we have three million listeners worldwide
3: on four planets Yes, (laughs)
2: Yes, <laughs> we've been voted the the best Masonic podcast forty years in a row.
5: Check that out, man! Yes,
2: uh, we invented the
3: interwebs.
4: Uh,
2: Back when Al Gore and I invented the internet.
4: I have two questions. Proceed. One one DMLA related, and only because it's, it's well not only, but uh, it's coming up September twenty third. Our, uh, our district deputy and a handful of other gentlemen would be getting their legion of honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is legion of honor for our lay listeners
5: out there? Yeah. The legion of honor is the highest honor that an advisor or senior DMA can, can receive. Um, it's a way of giving back to the supporters of of DMA. We have two different brackets, the white cordon and then the, the red cordon as well. And they're given out based off of if you're a senior DMA or if you're just a Masonic supporter, that's giving back to the chapters. Um, We have two different classes, one on the eastern side and then one on the western, about a week apart, I believe. Uh, It's a great time, though. Yeah, That's September 23rd. Is
2: cordon bleu on the menu? (laughs) For you, yes. Thank you. Chicken cold and blue. And
4: secondly, (laughs) I heard rumors a couple years ago that uh, uh, a few of the hosts, mainly the uh, executive producer of the Masonic Light uh, podcast, was supposed to do a podcasting show or a podcasting class at Keyman. And I've yet to receive my invite, Matt.
5: I mean, I can write this oh. up now. I've got a note.
4: <laughs> we
3: <laughs>
2: could do a
4: show there. We could absolutely do a
3: show
5: talked. We actually we, talked about well, this. Well,
2: I, I say if we do it, we'll find some 12-year-old kid that'll take Jason's job. <laughs> like, there's some kid that will be, like, so yes. amazing— <laughs> If it, with, on, if it were audio on a editing tablet, and mixing if, if, actually,
3: with actual knobs, I don't think they could do it. But do if they,
5: were is on there a, if if a Demolay
2: podcast yet?
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I imagine there is. I want to say two years ago, the uh, the communications and media department, because again, we're under the university structure. I'm very excited about this. Um, they had a podcast. They had um, a, a live, weekly, daily podcast of what happened throughout the day, um, and it was it was cool because the members did it. They produced it. And they got involved in the full experience of how to create it from point A to point B.
2: Awesome. I can tell you didn't go to Catholic school by watching how you write, but um. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so here is your official invitation. to Jason go. show question mark? Check one, yes or no?
4: Oh, it's like a love note. There it is. There you go. Jason. I, can right it up too. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a pen, so I'm just gonna dimple your chat. There How's that?
5: <laughs>
2: Did you have a second question, or was that two questions It one? It was two questions.
5: Yeah, no, the first one was Legion of Honor, and yeah. the other one was the show. Okay. But no, let, let's talk for this next Keyman. Uh, I think we're, we're kind of flipping the script a little bit and revisiting what the Keyman experience is. And I, I'd love to bring in some new faces and new experiences to try something new. We'll behave. Promise? Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jack, do you have anything else to offer? I'm... No, uh,
3: other than thank you for coming. Thanks for having and, me. And um, yeah. we congratulate you on your preferment, the internal. No, wait. Um, it is not the internal. Sh- no, you can't do that. Oh. You can't. You can't do that. Um, but but this is this is an excellent kickoff to your career at at mm-hmm. the Scottish Right, um, and we look forward to more from you. Um, and we are here to support you in any way that we can.
5: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you.
2: And after the show, we would be honored. Um, if we have a tradition that we haven't done yet, that we've been talking about <laughs> doing, <laughs> we so have a a tradition, but you we are going to be yet. the first to do oh, the tradition the that we want to do. Traditionator. <laughs> we're going to ask you to sign our wall. Yes. Okay. And we're going to have, cause we're going to have all of our guests in studio guests sign our wall. I've got my own Sharpie. There we yeah, go. So, Perfect. Yeah. We're Which just, wall? we're just going to have to get, uh, brother Nicholas back here from Canada. <laughs> we can do that (laughs) so he can re-sign our wall because I think he was actually our first in-studio guest and we forgot to ask him so but thank you so much but we're not kicking you out you're going to stick around for the rest of the show great yeah there's some more silliness to go Um, so we're going to we're going to
3: cigars are the mark of a good life Relax, relax reflect savor relax in our comfortable getaway where everyone is welcome Our lounge offers a soothing atmosphere where you can turn off your cell phone and enjoy a good cigar properly. Reflect in the company of other cigar enthusiasts. Fellow Freemasons will appreciate the camaraderie and haven from the stress of everyday life. Savor a premium cigar. We have 50 years experience in cigars, pipes, and all their accessories. With our walk-in humidor and wide selection, Including Perdomo, La Florida Menica, and Rocky Patel, we believe we can introduce anyone to a cigar they'll enjoy. Visit us at 1623 Mannheim Pike, at Chelsea Square in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Check out our events on Facebook and DNSCigar.com. Phone 717-569-3500. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and Sunday, noon till 8. We thank DNS Cigar Lounge at 1623 Mannheim Pike in Lancaster for sponsoring this edition of Masonic Light Podcast. Check out their events on Facebook and dnscigar.com.
1: issued by the United States, tell the inspiring story of America's history. They are America's monuments in miniature, masterful tributes to our culture and heritage. And just as the first editions of rare books are eagerly collected, the first editions of first-day covers of America's stamps are considered by many to be the most desirable way to collect these beautiful issues. First Day Covers tell the story of America and why she is a great, proud nation. They commemorate the people like George Washington and Harry Truman, who have contributed character and honor to our country. They celebrate events like our country's independence and the revolution that won freedom. In all, the First Day Covers of America's stamps capture the America we are all proud of. First Day Covers do all of this through commemorative stamps, fine original art, and historic postmarks. If you visit phoenixmasonry.org, you'll see beautiful examples of these Masonic treasures, including George Washington and Lafayette with Masonic apron First Day Covers. George Washington receiving his entered apprentice degree First Day Cover. Albert Pike, Confederate general and leader of the Scottish Rite Southern Masonic Jurisdiction, Walt Disney, Malay International, First Day Covers, Daniel Carter Beard, Boy Scouts of America, First Day Covers, and many others.
2: Treasures from the Vault highlights items from the Phoenix Masonry Masonic Museum and Library. The Phoenix Masonry Masonic Museum and Library is an independent and universal Masonic resource spreading enlightenment one web surfer at a time. Please visit www.phoenixmasonry.org
1: Good news, everyone!
4: Masonic Light News. News not fit to print.
3: In Masonic News today, at an emergency meeting of the International Council of Grand Masters, it was unanimously agreed that the entire fraternity should immediately recognize the ancient and benevolent Order of Links as an appendant body of Freemasonry. Nobody is getting the kind of press these guys are getting right now. We gotta get a piece of this, said Grandmaster Richard Spots of the Grand Lodge of Oklahoma. Writers of the AMC series issued a statement saying, uh, Guys, it's, it's really just a TV show. We're glad you're watching all, but please don't send petitions. But if you do, the dues are $2,000. <laughs> and that's the Masonic News. <laughs> so mode it was.
2: Oh, Mr. Spots, thank you. We didn't even talk about
4: the uh, last episode and the interview.
1: Well,
3: yeah, and, th- and how we failed to capitalize on such a freaking awesome show that we would have had to do. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> the guy from England that sent us a note. Was he from England? Yeah, yeah, he's from the United Kingdom. You don't read your own email. Well, <laughs> nice. I, I was corresponding with him. <laughs> well, he typed in. It but in it. he was speaking
2: in English. <laughs> I didn't know that he was in England. Yeah, it he, so... he, he typed in an English accent. <laughs> 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 I, I couldn't get the like Cockney accent <laughs> through the. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it would have been Cockney, Monogumna. but anyway, the ASCII keyboard. He
1: promised him a shout out on the show, and
3: we did. Well, okay, well, we just so did. quick, look up his name because yeah, Facebook.
1: Wait,
2: uh, where are you? Yeah, so yeah, thank you for writing in. It shows we have a fan, brother. You've got one.
3: Uh, wait, no, that's
2: private host group. I, I can't do it. Uh, never mind. But the mind. show is, uh, I, I the show is really good. It is. I'm, It'll and we deal. are
3: again. It, it, we continue to be grateful that those guys would even bother to lower themselves to our. And
2: you can tell we like it because they're not paying us. Right. Exactly. And we're still fawning over it. Wait, we're not getting paid. I'm wearing my Lynx Lodge.
3: I don't know where Pete got this sweatshirt, but there's a freaking Lynx on his uh, on his hoodie. It's
4: Well, if we have any new listeners uh, you know, last name Ryans with Ako, uh-,
2: <laughs> <laughs> or, uh or Gavin. Giamonte.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Paul Giamonte, uh, Jim Gavin, any of you.
4: There certainly needs to be some Lynx rings or pendant or, or, or lapel pins that they should be making that we can well,
2: I can get AMC probably isn't, but I guarantee you somebody From Wish.com, somebody from Alibaba Mm -hmm. already has them out there.
3: And uh, if you haven't been there yet, visit our uh, web store at
2: qbstores.masoniclight.com. Bam! We will put
3: one up tonight before we go home.
2: No, we love that those guys. Oh, uh, Larry, do you have an important message for us? What, Larry?
1: Hey, yeah, yeah, I do. Actually. Important. Yeah. Why well, don't you give him well, the microphone? Well, why are you talking <laughs> the microphone? <laughs>
2: so people can like hear your
1: message. Yeah, I, I do have a, I do have an important message. Actually, uh, beginning January of 2019, Studio 665 that will is. be producing a second show, a bi-monthly podcast that will eventually be morphed into a weekly format. At its core, it will be about real people with a different take. Oh, come on, guys.
2: (laughs) It's never going to see the air. It's never going (laughs) to
1: happen. Oh, geez. At its core, it's going to be about real people with a different take on folks you thought you knew. A series of short mysteries of people, places and things from today's culture to politics to history. It will reveal something deep and perhaps profound, and it's our hope that these stories will challenge and inspire you. Mm. There, I've said it, will be entertaining, not lengthy, about five minutes, especially for folks with a short attention span, like the guys here in the studio tonight.
4: <laughs> All right, what's the over-under on this?
1: Um, <laughs> two. Two episodes. Two. Two.
2: I got 2.1. Jason, do you (laughs) need the under or the over?
4: Uh, Whatever it means, the less amount of work for me is the way I'm going to (laughs) go. I'm more than two, but less than three.
1: We need
4: need an intern. Maybe we need to edit this to uh, be launching in, like, November of next year after we
3: get one of these these DMA interns. Can you hear something from Michelle? Are we not?
1: Yes, we
2: are.
3: Yes, we are. Here's the
1: microphone, Larry. I was on the phone yesterday with Michelle and John Hoover Green, and uh, they are, in fact, producing uh, some of the segments right now, and I am going to get uh, from them three to four to five uh, by the beginning of October. So that we'll be able to segment them in our broadcast. Why don't you make it three along. to
3: five to seven
4: uh, and nine <laughs> and twelve <laughs> <Not> <laughs>
3: and 32.
1: Three, five, thirty-three, seven to nine. Order out of chaos.
4: <laughs> now it, we, you know, we had we had spoke, Larry. Correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but I think the plan is instead of everybody having their own individual segment where just it's going to be like the contributors corner that's correct right that's so correct. Uh, so if there are any listeners out there that, that would like to you know send us you know two or three minutes on a particular topic or subject that you're passionate about uh, you know we certainly have to clear it past Larry to get his uh, stamp of approval but uh, but we certainly could use the material let's make it a personal challenge
3: brothers right. if you're out there and you think you're a podcaster send
4: us something show us how to do it.
2: We're, yes, and you have to sign a waiver that we can mock it if it's not, <laughs> <laughs> or not. It or may not. be awesome. It may be right. awesome,
4: and we'll uh, we'll bring you back.
2: Alrighty, so hey, let's get into um, what everybody's got coming up. Jason, do you have anything coming up?
4: Uh, coming up for me personally, I have uh, my stated meeting, which would have already happened uh, by the nature of the way we launched the show. Uh, something cool that I think that uh, everybody should go listen to. Now, it would already have been out by the time the show went out, but uh, our friends over at the Masonic Roundtable are stealing our co-contributor and our friend Seth Anthony, and he's actually going to be speaking. On, their epi- on one of their episodes about the research paper that he did for Hogratz uh, about the uh, Cernau Rite. So if you're a Pennsylvania Mason, you've probably heard that before in examination of a visitor, but the Cernau Rite is probably the most infamous, clandestine or irregular uh, group of Masonry. Yes,
2: they, they make you say in your, in your oath that you will not join this, but they won't tell me what it is. That just makes me want to join it. So but I can't. well it's one of those That's just how you are though.
4: They, well speaking of order out of chaos, that was one of the crazy Scottish right uh, offshoots. so. Um, that's about it for me, myself. Locally, coming up, we have the Legion of Honor uh, that our district deputy and a few others will, uh, from our area will be at. So if you want to go check out a DMLA function, that's September 23rd. Uh, we have the Academy of Masonic Knowledge on October 27th. It would have already happened, but the CAVE degree is coming up, so hopefully we saw you there. And I think that that's about it locally. Uh, The quarterly for the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania is this December in Lancaster. So if you're from the central PA area or want to visit, you can come to the quarterly and visit us. We'll give you a tour of the studio. Um, I think that's about it for me. Wait, what? Yeah, why not? If somebody's coming to town, we'll we'll take the drive up here.
2: Really? Yeah. Well... No, we won't. Is Larry going to torture the Grand Master when he shows up? God, no. Please. Keep Larry
3: away from the Grand Master, please.
2: Jack, what do you have going on next couple weeks?
3: No, it's fine. If people want to come here, that's fine. I was being funny, but it didn't work. So, sorry. No, that's okay. Fail. Joke fail. Um, I have... This week is Masonic Week for Jack. I have, I think, four Masonic things. I have this. Uh, Tomorrow, I have our stated meeting. Um, I am... As a past master, I'm also kind of the steward of our lodge, so I'm responsible for the food and grub. Uh, So I'm doing our meeting tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, we have extra meeting, and I'm not sure, but I think I might be a guide at the extra meeting. We have, um, this week we have three first degrees, uh, two that we'll do on Thursday, and one that we will do in the cave on Saturday um, if we can all get snorkels. For the <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah,
3: it's it's uh it's at um, Florence will be
4: making landfall Indian
3: Echo Caverns. It's at Indian Echo Caverns. It's on Saturday. Ticket sales are closed. Um, we have about a hundred people coming for a first degree. There's a, a barbecue dinner. Uh, it's very nice, and then we go down the 937 steps to the to the floor, the entrance of the caverns, and then hey we hey,
4: have- back up! I'm coming. Can you say this part about the steps again? It's a, it's a long walk. It's
3: It's real easy
4: going down. Take your vitamins. That's what she said. Coming, coming up,
3: you got to stop a couple of times. Um, we only had one guy last year that we had to get to the hospital, so that was good.
5: Um, is that a selling point or is that a deterrent?
3: Yes. Um, but it's a very cool experience. Um, the last time we did it, we did a third degree. Uh, this time we're doing it as an, an apprentice degree. So we will have somebody who's receiving his first degree oh. um, at Indian Echo Caverns. And uh, it's, it's a cool experience. It's outside. Um, we will have a tent.
2: Will there be true Masonic light if it's dark in a cave? Uh, it's, it's actually, it's, it's done, oh, okay.
3: it, yeah, it's done at, the, at the opening of the cave. Um, the cave itself is actually the preparing room. Uh, so the candidate is prepared for the work inside the cave entrance. And then and he,
4: what What he means is the candidate was prepared in the cave and the degree was outside. Yeah, we're speaking because we're past-
3: speaking in past tense. Yeah. yeah, because if you're hearing this now, <laughs> you missed it. So sorry. <laughs> Two
2: years from now, you can come. Uh, Matt, what do you have coming Yo, Are, you, are you done, Jack? I guess. Sure. Matt, what do you have coming up? You sure you're done? I think I'm done.
5: All right, all right. I don't your thunder here. Nah. Um, my next three weeks are actually pretty empty for for now. I'm um, gearing up for uh, my next trip up to Lexington. Um, oh, can I come? Sure. Hop in. <laughs> it's about a six and a half to eight hour drive, depending on traffic. Hartford. Um, oh, you gotta Hartford. take the train. hmm Yeah. Love Hartford. You gotta take the train. Take the train. Mm-hmm. Downtown from uh, Philly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or. Yeah. From- yeah. Um. But no, I mean, trip uh, to Lexington and then just getting back into. We've got a lot of. New projects starting up with a Scottish Rite that uh, we're just gearing up. So a lot of communications, a lot of back and forth. Um, I am going to the uh, the Lancaster Children's Dyslexia Center this next week to do some uh, photography for uh, some PR stuff. So exciting. Oh, Eight that reminds seconds. me, it is
4: reunion time for most of the Northern Masonic Jurisdiction coming up. So mm-hmm. if you're local, Lancaster Reunion in October and Harrisburg Reunion in November, along with Reading.
2: Reading's at the Feast of Tishri.
4: Yep. And then uh, you can visit, uh, Matt, what's the what's the Northern Masonic Jurisdiction website? scottishrightnmj.org. You can visit there and look at a valley near you. I'm online. not sure
3: I heard that. What was that again?
4: scottishrightnmj.org. Thank you. And O-R-G. The, and the new online petitions are live. Yes, sir.
2: Yeah. Oh, what does Larry want? Uh, no, well, no, his phone's going ding, so I was just trying to let him know to turn his phone off. He's got a hot day. Larry, do you have anything
1: going this on? The show's almost S- over. I'm swipe not turning left, it Swipe left, Larry.
3: Swipe
2: left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. On <laughs> um, uh, Thursday, the 20th of September, which is next week, I will be getting my Royal Arch degree. Ooh. It's
2: about time. Yeah, isn't it,
1: though? Oh, looking forward to it. Other than that, i am basically boxed everything off around it and after it. But the following week, we're going to have a lot of—we're going to have T.J. Griffith here. It's going to be a busy week, the following week, so I'm not going to go into that.
2: Jack, are you still in charge
3: of Royal Arch? Did you sign off on this? I am most excellent high priest. Not only did I sign off on it, but we're having him approved and initiated on the same night by dispensation.
2: So what do I have going on tomorrow, which will be a couple weeks ago when you get this— I will be oh, making yeah. a few hundred hoagies at the Tall Cedar sub-sale. Oh. Um, so that's very exciting.
3: Um,
2: and then Ho-gy-o. technically this will be just after our next recording, but um, you know, if you want to come and you're a Tall Cedar, on the 25th is Farmer Night at Lancaster Tall Cedars, so you can dress up like a farmer. So... I don't Which know what in it
3: would be like business casual
2: <laughs> Right I don't know what, kind of, what you My friends that farm Well, they, I'm sure, not sure what they farm is legal yeah. <laughs> but There's a um, lot of aluminum foil
3: involved in that
2: So yeah And, and um, we, get it. we do have On the 19th, Goodwin Council Where I am dim That is a Deputy Illustrious Master um, That's going to be very exciting So yeah, that, that's it That's all that's going on Larry, take us out of here. Cue the chickens. Larry's dramatic pause. He sets the microphone down. Uh, it's more mic drop. Oh, Jason, please edit this.
1: Special thanks to Everlodge Lodge 665 for making this studio available. Thanks to Jason Lewis, our producer, who always makes the show listenable. And also special thanks to our news director, Jack Harley. Also, thanks to our Masonic Light podcast complaint operator, Xavier Breath.
2: <laughs> ah, yes. Yes.
1: Shout out to uh, a special friend of mine who's a divorce attorney and friend, Carmine, not yours. To Pete's dog
2: Larry is (laughs) hot tonight. Oh my god. To
1: Pete's dog trainer, Don Chase Katz, and our Masonic IQ evaluator, Lois Tess Gore. Lois Tess Gore.
3: Yeah, got it. Sucked.
1: Got it. Okay, sucked. All right. Hey, that's all I have. Hey, two for three. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This is Larry Maris.
4: Pete Rugieri. Jason Lewis.
1: jack harley and
5: matt Uh, blaisdale good night everybody
1: bye everybody you've been listening to the masonic light podcast with brothers pete rogeri larry maris jason lewis jack harley and me your dulcet toned announcer brian hill Listen to all our episodes on our website, www.masoniclight.com or via your favorite podcasting service.